0: welcome to Formula E-Zone's Adderia race, E-Notes. We had a crazy race weekend, and this show is just going to catch you up on what the drivers and teams said over the course of the weekend, so you fully understand what happened and why. So let's just get straight into it. Let's start with BMW. Obviously, a strong start with Sims getting both poles and the race win on Saturday, but they struggled on Friday, and that was mainly due to race efficiency. They just simply ran the race too hard. Sims and Goomfer both had like a lap less of usable energy towards the end of the race, and that really hampered Sims as he dropped from third to eighth. But luckily for him, they sorted it out on Saturday, and Sims said that the race was just a dream race, and that he thanked the team for putting the errors right from Friday. But Maxi Goomfer, he struggled to match Sims on Friday, but a good race on Saturday, but that was simply just destroyed by the overtake on the, the safety car. And I think everyone was surprised by how long the penalty took to, to just happen, because it was obvious on the TV screens that he'd overtaken under the safety car. So that dropped him from second to 11th, so no BMW 1-2, no points for Günther in Adderia on the second race. Envision Virgin Racing. Now, this team could be the dark horse this season. Sam Bird was fabulous on Friday to get the win. The key, he said, was the attack mode strategy and getting that undercut on the drivers in front, and that won him the race. So you have to remember that, you know, he, he took the attack mode first. He sort of cut, caught up the Sims and Van Dorn and then overtook Sims when Van Dorn overtook him. And then, you know, he was right behind Van Dorn, so he was obviously going to undercut him when Van Dorn took the attack mode. So there you go. What a strategy to win the race. Friens also did well to get P5. But Saturday, a double retirement, and that did not help the team whatsoever. Nothing Bird could have really done with the collisions first with Evans and Verline. and Frines just just lost it by himself. So from the joys of Friday, Saturday was the lows of lows. But really and truly, Virgin will be leaving Adiria really happy overall with how their season started, and they, you know they look so quick. They look like they've really found the peak performance already with the Audi powertrain they dominated Friday so if they go into the rest of the season being able to dominate and able to continue the progression of the software development so they don't fall behind or they don't you know fall away like they did last season I think in Virgin Virgin Racing from what we've seen so far they could be the early team to beat but it's still too early to say that but you get excited with Formula E sometimes but I bet you any money No one would have expected Mercedes to be top of the team standings after two races, but they are. Van Dorn came from 12th on Saturday to get on the podium after Gunther's penalty and finished third. He also finished third on Friday, so a strong start for Mercedes. Really good. Nick De Vries, though, he came home in six on Friday in his debut race, but on Saturday he was given a 24-second time penalty for overtaking under the safety car, just like Max Gunther, and then a five-second time penalty on top of that for ignoring an FIA instruction, which I haven't been able to clarify what instruction he ignored. Mercedes gave no Indication of what that was. But overall, Mercedes will be delighted with the start of the season. I don't think they would have imagined being top of the team standings after the first race. It was just a learning gear, trying to, or a learning start of the season, making sure they were competitive. But I don't think they would have thought they would have got two podiums and be leading the team's championship after the first two races, which is incredible. Now, Audi, the team really struggled on Friday, and Alan this put that down to the qualifying groups. But ah, for me, it was on that... Group three. He's also like he struggled on the Saturday, and they struggled to get through the field on on, on Friday. So they adjusted to the sell up for Saturday, and obviously Degrassi finished second compared to thirteenth on Saturday. Uh, McNish said that they you know they have work to do, which seems to be a sim- similar story to what happened last season, where they started slow. So. We're going to have to see what happens with Audi. You know, they, they worried me a little bit in testing with, you know, being 16th and 17th overall in the times. And, you know, Friday nearly backed that up. But obviously, Degrassi was able to put things right on Saturday with a good qualifying. So maybe it was the qualifying groups, but I still think Audi have got a little bit of work to do. So that will be interesting to see what happens when we go to Santiago in the new year. Venturi. Now, they surprised a few people. Now, I think they surprised a few people simply because we didn't know possibly how good this Mercedes powertrain is. Now, remember, they were a customer team of Mercedes. They're not making their own powertrain anymore. So, Motara was challenging for a podium on Friday, but obviously he fell down to seventh, while Massa only picked up 12th. But again, Motara fourth on Saturday, but Massa again struggled again. Made a mistake by parking in the wrong side of the grid, which is a mistake you don't really expect Felipe Massa to make. But Venturi, I think, surprise a lot of people by being up there you know so it'd be interesting to see if that can continue because we know venturi can be a team where one race it's fantastic the next race it's completely horrible but you know early signs for venturi are good so let's see what happens to them now ds to Cheetah, the team's champions coming into this season again had another saudi arabian epri to forget the costa on friday running really well Uh, was third, but then he hit Bawemi, on Friday, when he was sort of, going into attack mode, while they were running third, and second, so, he received a drive-through penalty, from that, but he managed to claw it back, and he finished in P10, Verne made hardly any progress, from starting from P11, and then had his steering rack failure, so that took him out of the race, and then Saturday happened, and then, Verne crashing an FP3 which caused the battery change and a 10 second top go penalty and I think he got a 20 place grid penalty first but because he qualified 11th he then got an extra penalty because he couldn't take those 20 places grid drop on the grid so he got that uh, extra stop go penalty but then he managed to you know, score 4 points incredibly obviously the disqualifications helped and the safety cars helped from getting him into the points because he finished 11th on the road but yeah the safety cars and the disqualifications for Turvey and uh, Nick De Vries and Lotta were going down um, from their finishing positions, promoted Vernon to eighth, So amazing for him to get points. But again, the safety cars, if it wasn't for the safety cars in that race, he would have finished stone dead last. He was 30 seconds behind Nico Muller in 23rd at the time when the safety cars came out. So, but a lot to learn. I still think there's a lot of positives. They are quick, Tech Cheetah. So I think we'll see him. Moving forward in the race, and obviously Vern, he won't be in the Group One for qualifying in Santiago. So hopefully the track will be a bit cleaner for him, so he might be qualifying back, and maybe normal service is resumed in Santiago. Now Porsche, Porsche had a solid race weekend with Lotterer providing the race, uh, providing a podium. Sorry for the German team on their, on their opening with, f- with second place, which was amazing. He did finish sixth on the road again, but again overtaken under the safety car, dropped him out of. Points contention on the Saturday. Nil Yani struggled again, finishing 13th on Saturday and 17th on Friday. So he had a lot to learn um, to catch up to Lotterer. Obviously, he's only done two races before, so he's now done four races. So a lot to learn for Neil Yanni as the team progresses through the season. Now, Mahindra. Mahindra showed bright sparks, obviously. They had, you know, really good qualifiers with D'Ambrosio. He got into Super Pole, but he couldn't really convert it on the Friday. He dropped to 9th after starting 5th. So... You know, a bit of a struggle. Verline he ended 11th after another qualifying outside of the top 10, and then Saturday wasn't any better, as D'Ambrosio never got going. Um, It was a battery management issue, and he was P4, so again, another good qualifying from D'Ambrosio, but thrown away before the race could even start because, you know, the car didn't get going. Um, And then Verline was doing okay during the race, but then suffered that damage from crashing into Bird, and, you know, the race sort of went away from there, and he was well down the order. And dilbeck Guilty, in principal said, you know, it was just simply not good enough this weekend, a really challenging weekend, you know, some good points, but a lot of points that they just need to not do, essentially, and not crash, you know, make sure the car can get underway so they don't have these problems um, going into Santiago, so a good start from Mahindra, but a lot to work on. Now, Jaguar, they struggled. They never looked like they were challenging front runners. Evans was only P10 on Friday, and he retired on Saturday, obviously, with that collision between him and Bird. Running better with Bird, he was a P5. Um, but, again, he was, was just there. He didn't look like Jaguar ever in a position to challenge for a podium, really, or a race win. James Collado had his troubles in free practice, but by having a few shunts, he was 16th on Friday, but picked up uh, the final point on Saturday on in 10th due to the penalties, so, you know, still, I think a lot to learn for Jaguar, I think this was going to be a big season for them, if they could make that next step, and be competitive, and, you know, the way Mercedes have started the season, I think Jaguar will be worried, because I don't think, I think Jaguar thought they could be, should be beating Mercedes at this point of the season, or being challenging them, and they look like they're ahead at the moment, so, obviously, still very early days, to see what Santiago brings for Jaguar, but I think maybe a tiny bit cause for concern for the English team. Nissan solid day. Um, they looked quick, but um obviously didn't finish. He didn't finish on the Friday. Was running really well. Was running in P two, um, and you know it just it just went away. So with the crash with the Costa, so being taken out. So no fourth of his own there. Roland did really well to get to P four on the Friday and then P five on Saturday. So they'll be satisfied uh, Nissan with their with their race weekend. I think there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of positives from Nissan. They're quick. Um, so they haven't been hampered too much with their losing the dual-motor system. So it would be interesting to see what happens. Dragon, now Dragon will thought we're going to have a great weekend, but it didn't really work out that way. Muller didn't start the race on Friday due to his accident in qualifying. Hartley picked up points on Saturday for P9, so obviously again um, benefiting from the disqualifications, so he managed to pick up two points. And Muller again retiring on the Saturday race so it's not the start of the season Nico Muller would have liked and then finally to wrap up the team's Neo they thought they had points with Turvey on Saturday but they used too much energy during the race which disqualified him from P8 so such a shame for Turvey a great race making sure he was in there finished on in the points um, on merit but being disqualified on the Saturday race uh, really heartbreaking for the team because they will need any point that they can get this season Marching well, uh, nearly scored points on a Saturday, actually, but then went backwards towards the closing stages due to energy saving and finished 19th. So that really wraps up Neo and all the teams and the first uh, race weekend of the season. So I hope you enjoyed our little e-notes and that sort of caught you up of what happened, why it happened. Um, so the next race now is not till the new year in Santiago. So please remember to... Keep checking the website for all the latest news that comes out between now and Santiago. Please remember, if you're liking these videos, please remember to like, subscribe. That really helps the channel grow and shows us what we can do to improve. If you think there's anything we need to improve or anything you'd like us to do, we can obviously try and see if we can fit that in and make it a great video for you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in Santiago. See you later.